0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast. We have been spending a lot of time in the last couple of episodes talking about sleep cycles because I think it's a really great topic and I really would have more I could share with you on that, but we're going to go ahead and move on and I'm going to share more information as we continue in this series on small changes that equal big results. So what I want to talk about today is just kind of diving into a menagerie of other subjects and small changes that you can make that can really make a difference for you, for the goals that you're trying to accomplish and for your overall um, well-being. And so, then, so I want to and just uh, kind of, uh, I guess, dive into a few of these today and we'll see how many we get through. So you don't have to take huge sweeping radical steps. Sometimes just the smallest and simplest changes are often the best way to move forward in anything. They're sustainable and manageable, and you're not likely to give up after one half-hearted attempt. When we choose goals and changes that are too large, we we absolutely overwhelm ourselves to the point that we're not even willing to get started. And that's the whole purpose of this series. So if you've missed any of it, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning, And listen, because I've provided a lot of information on this series thus far. In fact, we've talked about, oh boy, we've talked about time savers, detoxifiers. Uh, prevention. We've talked about, well, we've had a special guest who's an expert in health and wellness and has been on two TED Talks. In fact, one of her TED Talks has eight and a half million views. So you can go back and listen to that one. I piggybacked it with my own healthy meals and snack tips. And we talked about a lot of uh, things that you can do that would create some more influence for you, some more help with communication skills. We talked about powerful relationship builders. decompressing and self-care. And then uh, that kind of led me right into talking about sleep cycles. I'm just kind of piggybacking one off the other as we continue in this series. But I have a lot more that I actually planned on sharing with you. And I want to get back to that list now. So here is some more you can try. There's never enough time in the day to get the things done that you want or to start a new habit or a new uh, way of, of, you know, I guess incorporating some of the things we've already discussed with you. And even if it's something like maybe writing a book or taking up a regular exercise schedule or having time to meditate, it seems like it just never fits in. And that's the whole key here. You can't just fit it in. You have to create a space. So rather than trying to overhaul your entire schedule or make massive efficiency gains, how about just simply setting your alarm, say, 15 minutes or a half an hour earlier in the morning? Now, for me, that was that was absolutely life-changing. I, I didn't set it just 30 minutes ahead. I, I set it an hour ahead. Now, I know that's, that's not a small change. That's a big change, especially for a lot of you out there. So I'm not suggesting that's what you do. Um, but it was something that I personally felt compelled to do and it made a massive difference in my life because all the things that I knew I wanted to do, that I wanted to get done, that I wanted to change about my life couldn't happen unless I created a brand new space because when my day starts, it's like a freight train and I can't stop it. So I knew that if I didn't do it in the morning hour, it would never happen. And that was one of the best decisions I've ever made. But even just moving your alarm ahead 15 or 30 minutes can give you a huge difference and take away a lot of the stressors that you may be facing right now, especially if you're rushing out the door like a mad person or rushing to your computer because you don't have enough time to get everything done. And you may say, well, you know, my sleep is important and that's why I sleep in as late as I can. Well, that's great. But what about looking at that from a whole different set of eyes and saying, you know what, maybe I could go to bed 15 or 30 minutes earlier so that I can get up 15 or 30 minutes earlier and not be in a mad rush, you know, driving everybody crazy and and putting myself into a huge stress bath of stress chemicals and feeling horrible the rest of the day because I snapped at everybody. And, And these are all the things that we need to weigh out, right? We need to think about, how are we spending our time? And what can we do differently to make a difference, right? So this is this is my tip. One small thing Okay, you can do. Set your alarm 15 or 30 minutes earlier. Don't hit the snooze. Get up. And just even if you only spend three minutes in meditation, say 10 minutes in exercise, 10 minutes in reading, I guarantee you will notice a massive difference in how you feel throughout the day. And those are just small changes. You don't like all three of them? Fine. Pick one. Start with one, go for a week with the one, and then add more in as you go along. It doesn't matter how small you start, just the fact is that you start, right? All right, so maybe you want to cut back on the television or on social media or on a device of some kind. Well, what if you hid the television remote or your devices or have somebody hold them for you And you keep a book by the couch or by your favorite chair so that you're forced to read instead. All right. Uh, You can set up triggers like this to help you succeed in developing new habits. Now, there's nothing necessarily wrong with watching television or looking at a device. I'm not saying it's totally evil. All right. But for many of us, the TV or the devices becomes a default activity without even giving it any thought. And yet we walk away hour, two hours, three hours later and feeling a sense of regret because we've gotten nothing done and we didn't do anything productive, right? So we end up feeling horrible about it. So it's just too easy to come home, slump on the couch, reach for the remote without even thinking about it. And then pretty soon you're lost in la-la land for an hour, two hours, three hours, and you've got nothing done and nothing to show for it. So this is a habit, all right? And, and if you want to break a habit, you've got to create serious intentions in order to break it. And triggers are often a great way to do that. All right, so maybe you could just put the remote in a, in a, a place that's hard to reach, like maybe a, a cupboard or a high shelf. That way you have to make a real decision to move forward, and you might end up making a different decision that will make you feel better about yourself. Well, I have more of these kinds of tips to share with you. That's what this series is all about. So join us tomorrow for more. This is Michelle Steffis, You're uh, at Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. Thank you for joining.